Hey y'all, before we get into this last episode of 2021, I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that continues to support, listen, share, just show me love both on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any streaming platform, as well as Instagram, which I'm super active on, so make sure y'all follow me. But yes, I am very appreciative. I always like to say y'all could be anywhere in the world, but y'all here with me. So once again, thank you. This is the last episode of the year. Oh my goodness. And I also only have eight episodes left of season four. I will be back on January 12th. I will be taking a break next week, but y'all have plenty of episodes to catch up on. So let's get into this new episode. And again, thank you. Happy, happy new year. Have a safe, safe new year and happy holidays to everybody. are now tuning in to your new favorite podcast where we talk about a little bit of everything. I'm your host Rosie and this is the Rosie Perspective. Now let's get into it. Hey, it's your girl Rosie. I'm back with another episode of the Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I am joined by two lovely ladies. I have Kimmy and Ramel from Let's Chat Sis Podcast. Say what's up, ladies. What's what up, Rosie? Up? How are you? Good. How are you guys? I'm great. I'm good. I'm off. So it's so good. I know. <laughs> I'm I off too. That. So that makes me great. <laughs> Listen, before we get into some more chit chat, you know, I'm gonna use y'all terminology. Let's chit chat. Okay. Um, if you all could just tell the listeners a little bit about your platform or platforms. I'll start with you, Kimmy, if you want to let the okay. people know a little bit about you. Okay, because I am Kimmy from Let's Chit Chat Sis, and um, I'm the host of Let's Chit Chat Sis. There's a platform for women. Um we do have our our uh, residential male on there, JB, <laughs> and um, Ramel is a co-host as well. It's actually six of us all together, and it's formatted in a um, kind of an urban scene, Rosie, because we talk like we're on a porch scene, because right. me and Mel are actually from Philly, and in Philly, mm-hmm. talking on the porch was um, the, the resonates with you couldn't say things like in your house. So you got put out on the porch and all of the mm-hmm. real deep conversations were set on the porch, even if your parents did not want you to be in these, these type of conversations. So let's chit chat says we're always on the porch talk about the hottest conversations, the most transparent conversations, um, conversations that may be a little bit iffy, but may be a little bit true to light, but we are talking about any and everything on the porch. So um, that's what let's just chit chat says. It's like your girlfriend, you know, I need to mm-hmm. chat with you, you know, maybe I need to talk, talk about your skirt hanging, but I need to <laughs> chat with you. You know what I mean? She, she ain't right, but I need to chat with you. So that's what let's chit chat sisters about. And I'm graced with um, Ramel. Me and Ramel have known each other since we were um, tops. And now we're, we're full grown beautiful women just like you and you know she's I'm graced that she's on um as a co-host and she you know she has her own platform so I'll let her tell you all about her platform as well 
But thank you for having having me on here, Rosie, because you know you've been on our on the porch with us, and I'm so happy to be on here today. Thank you, thank you. I love being on the porch with y'all. Y'all are hilarious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Rosie, for bringing us to the Rosie perspective. I'm always happy to be a part of uh, Black women just showing up and showing out. That's right. <laughs> I'm Ramel, and I am one of the co-hosts on Let's Chit Chat Sis. That platform has given me a lot of opportunity to say a lot of shit. Can I say that on your platform? <laughs> Girl, wait till we get into it, can you? Oh, okay, don't do it. I'm here. It has given me an opportunity to do a lot of shit. <laughs> okay. And um, then also, I have my own pop podcast called Shit Your Mama Should Have Told You and More. And that you have is to listen to your podcast because first of all, <laughs> you that do. Title, I didn't know about it, but that title, as soon as Kimmy told me, I'm like, right when we get off of here, I'm gonna go because I know <laughs> you saying some shit if that's the title that's of your podcast. A lot of shit, girl. If your mama didn't tell you, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, thank you for letting us be on. You can follow us on all kinds of platforms, Instagram, Facebook. You know, I'm an old school person, so you I still got Facebook. Hell, my e my my email is an AOL. That tells you how oh old my I god. Am. Come on over <laughs> to Gmail, girl. Come on over to Gmail. You can always tell AOL, even Yahoo. Nobody really uses Yahoo. Nobody either. uses that shit. Right, right. <laughs> But you don't want to let that go, though, because, you know, I, I got AOL, too, but it, it's actually Verizon's email. But they sent me, somebody sent me, like, this spam shit to tell me that the email was going to shut down. So I was calling all kind of technical support to say, were you really? Don't shut my damn email down. I didn't have this email for 15 years. I need to keep this email. And I have several Gmail accounts, but there's something about that AOL. I need to keep that. Remember oh you used to have to pay I've had it for 24 years. Yes, I need to keep my email. Wow. I need to keep it. So we old school. We old school and crazy. So you know that? That's a, uh, <laughs> they go hand to hand. And that's one thing I love, honestly, about Let's Chat Sis podcast, because I, you guys are a part of the older crowd compared to the crowd that usually I listen to. But I enjoy you guys fully. I'm talking about from the beginning to the end of the episode. So sometimes when I want to hear, you know, a different set of talking shit, I go over y'all podcast and it's both informative and it's shit talking, but I like it. It's a balance. Everyone has their opinion. I like how she threw a dig in there and a compliment <laughs> at the same damn time. Because <laughs> y'all speak y'all truth. Celeste, all of you all, JB, I love it. So I will turn it on because I don't really listen to podcasters. Um, I think the highest I, I typically go, I would say is like maybe 40, but it's because I know him one take. I listen to his podcast, but other than that, they're usually around my age group, but I thoroughly enjoy y'all platform. I, I think y'all are for everybody. Fuck the age. Okay. Like, there you, you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Go get it right now, Rosie. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for giving us love. Cause I know you always give us love when I see, you know, cause I'm like, so slow to everything and i say i get around because you know don't don't hold me to it but i'm gonna get around to it i'm like rosie pop it up i'm like damn digger rosie again thank you <laughs> i know sometimes i listen before you post it you be like damn i didn't even get a chance to post i know it. we're like damn thank you rosie i'm getting there i'm gonna get of over there of course 
listen, if I love a platform, y'all gonna know because I'm gonna forever rock out with y'all and listen and support and share so people know where to find y'all. You so. sure do. Thank you. Thank you, you are the Loyalty best. is everything. And the same thing, I'm like, Rosie, you have everything because Rosie, if you want to <laughs> jump over to Facebook, half of the stuff I got on my Facebook page is from your page. Really? <laughs> like, yes, all the time. Yeah, because you know, on my Facebook page, I have like a private group. So we have like more discussions. Mm -hmm. So I just have women talking about it, and I can get a lot of information where, you know, when people want to hear things, I get some topics from over on your page. I'm like, Rosie be talking. So because you know, I like to get the people going. <laughs> yes. Get them riled up. Get them yeah. riled up. But you know what? That's where conversations start. And I get a lot of ideas when people start talking. That's yep. where most of, of the episodes come from. When I see people start to talk, that's where I get my ideas. And then, you know, half of the time I just, you know, start calling Mel in the late hours before I go to bed. And, you know, I'm a, like a night walker and start asking all these questions. But, you know, we get it done. So, yeah, we happy to be we here today. Done. Thank yes, you for having yes. us. Of course. And I'm actually really excited to have uh, the conversation we're about to have today. Okay, Ooh, ladies? Girl. That's a good one. <laughs> It's so the one. first topic I want to start with is I think we've seen it time and time again on social media. Let me know if you all feel the same, especially as Black women. I just feel like anytime Black women mention they want a financially stable partner, it just goes left. Like people are always like, oh, well, are you guys deserving of this? Oh, gold diggers. Oh, you can't hold a man down if he ain't got it. Nobody said that. But then if you look at other races, it's I've had white friends that easily like, ah, oh, he ain't got no money. And it's okay. It's not frowned upon. I have Hispanic friends that say it. I have Indian friends that say it. But as soon as a black woman says it, it's all these extra things. I've even posted it a while ago. And even black, other black women were in the comments like, well, some of these black women that require that don't have anything to offer. Like, sis, you missing a point. Okay. So I want y'all take on it. I'll start with you, Ramel. How do you feel about Ooh. that statement? <laughs> I think that we black women are the most um let me see we hate each other the most we hate on each other the most if I want a black man with money it shouldn't be a problem why the fuck do you care why should you right. care? what what's the problem and I think that's part of we're always in each other's business and then we also we display a lot of strength so other cultures and ethnicities don't expect us to want or need that financial stability but we want it and we need it so we right. just don't speak up on it I, I don't see the problem stop fucking hating just stop hating no stop hating. i agree i agree oh. what do you have to say kimmy okay so this is always my perspective on it we're the only group that's called strong women mm -hmm. only mm -hmm. okay right. so mm -hmm. does that mean i gotta have a broke-ass person to be strong you know what i mean i don't want a broke person i don't want to eat fucking beans so you know what if you don't have no money i don't want you you know and if you have a problem with that sorry you gotta handle it yourself i think we're, we're our worst enemy you know and mm -hmm. we condone that that's the problem we condone that we the crabs in the barrel then we want to talk shit and then say kumbaya that don't work you know mm -hmm. that does not work how can we hate on each other and then say kumbaya at the same breath. That does not work. I want a man to have at least what I have 
That's what I'm saying. Before. You, I, I don't want you having fucking pickles and I'm eating lobster. That's not going to fucking work. You know what I mean? And I don't want to save you. I'm going to be honest because guess what? At the end of the day, if I save you, I might resent your ass, okay? Right. So when I put you out with the trash, don't hate on me. I don't hate on no woman that's sitting out here with luxury bags and all that shit. Because if that Negro gave you that shit, he, you did something to deserve it. I'm clapping for your ass, okay? You know what? <laughs> and if you had a white man giving you that shit, and you, you ain't going to be hating on her, so get over it, all right? Why we got to have, you know, settle for less? Why do we have to settle we for have less? To. I'm not going to settle for less. My argument here is, if you cannot come, and I, I've seen this on Facebook, what do you bring to the table? I'm bringing my pussy and my ass, and that's what I'm bringing to the table. And if you, if you. ass, Kimmy. <laughs> I got a pretty one, and I'm going to tell you, I'm bringing that to the table. And plus, I am really, really smart, and I have a really, really good job. So that is the extra. Me entertaining you is good enough because it's a okay. lot of things that I bring that is the extra. I don't have to explain that. But there's one guy, there's one black man that says none of that matters. Who said that? They don't care about that. I'm not going to use his name on here. I know who you talk about. He says none of that matters. And He's not oh, okay. even looking at women. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think we all know where we have gone, okay? <laughs> I'm not going down that road. <laughs> Listen, are y'all talking about Kevin Samuels? Yeah, you know yes. he's gay. Y'all you know that man gay. And anybody keep on calling him, they need to get their head checked. Because you know what? Why y'all get advice from that man? That man gay, he hate women. He ain't got no... He, why you want to get advice from somebody that hate a woman? <laughs> yeah, like, but a, lo a lot of on. the men literally going that route to going to listen to Kevin Samuels and they're actually applying it to their real lives which is very scary because it's not scary. everything anybody says applies for everybody but they're taking it as well Kevin said it he seems to be successful I don't know I don't know how successful he is I've heard he had a few dis divorces some people say that doesn't matter however he ain't got all the fucking answers that's why his no. shit didn't work so how can, we can i ask this why are we listening to ask him? myself Ramel, did i ask you this question or did i maybe i asked jay this question why ask kevin sam samuels this question are you trying does he have a connection to get you this rich man or what because i'm a little confused what you are trying to get out the deal because i don't see any like you know pink slips or some shit that he can get you because his word doesn't mean shit he has nothing to show me that he can get me anything Let me tell what you are you something. getting in the end for kevin samuels believe it or not i i low-key watched like the demise of like a guy that i was dealing with because he was literally taking the advice of kevin samuels however yeah. i don't feel like he had enough <laughs> or where he was at in his life to be requiring certain things that you hear from a YouTube group. Like, hold on, sir. Like, that's not how life works. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of agree with you, Kimmy, as far as like my next mate, I want him to either have what I have or more. I or don't want to save niggas no more. I'm so tired of it. There's no you benefit. You shouldn't have to. I know, but you know, they're also like, oh, you shouldn't give up on black men. 
they're they're getting to where they need to go but sometimes women have to be patient so i've tried that before it's a dub i don't want to do it anymore and if people feel like oh well that's fucked up you only want somebody established why can't i get somebody established if i'm established what's the problem with me finding someone that matches my equal you get what i'm saying it's like black women are expected to well why can't you help a man that's you know on his shit but he's not quite where he needs to be why since well, slavery, black women have been up. expected to struggle with a black man. That's what I'm saying. That's and, why you're and, a strong black woman. You and got then he trouble. makes that money and then he go marry a white girl and spend all the money. She take half his shit. So that's probably part of the problem. So I get it. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't be expected to struggle with you. Uh, I want you to come with your own shit. I get it. But, but isn't it pretty crazy that you are expected to be a part of their plight, but you're not expected to be a part of their winnings. How crazy is that scenario? Well, you know, that's how slavery set it up. You can't be a part of the winning part. They already said, if you are part of that part, then you are either the gold digger or the, the, the one that's trying to take advantage or, or what have you brought to the table? You can't be, but you are a part of, part of the, the struggle, the plight, when he's so disadvantaged, that's some, that's something wrong with, it. and we not just other people are saying it. Women, other black women are saying this. That's the no, problem. No, other no. black women say it. No, and I'll say this for myself because I've been divorced before, and now I'm married again. And I tell anybody this: you gotta satisfy satisfy your own self, even if you have to whip out a dildo. Satisfy your own self. Keep a man daddy. You You gotta keep a man at bay. And I'm not saying because I'm not a man hater at all. I love black men, but you gotta satisfy your own needs first. Because if you don't know what makes you happy, you're not gonna make nobody happy. You gotta be happy with being by yourself. Because if you don't, it's it's a mood point. And once you start taking away the notches and say, okay, well, I'll satisfy, I'll, I'll be satisfied with that. Oh, he don't have a car. Okay, I'll give him rides. Okay, um, he only has twenty dollars this week, and the bill costs two hundred. I'll pay the other one eighty. That's okay. You set a pattern in that precedence, and then guess what? You can't get mad. You can't get mad because right. now you set that up. You set it up. Now, now when you say right. I want him to be doing better, why you want him to do better? You you already gave him the leeway to not do better. So what a motherfucker with a big dick and a lot of money. How about that? Let me tell you something, MFA. <laughs> you can't come here if you don't have a check. Your check should say, I make more than you, or it's really damn close. Right, right. Not, you can't come here. Like, I, I don't even you don't even know where I live at. That's what the first thing you don't know where I live at. So <laughs> That's the first thing. No. I think you made a point, Kimmy, because you said something and it seems to be, okay, everybody's talking about now Black women are owning businesses. They're making more than men at work and, you know, they're doing all this. But at the same time, I think we've had the conversation time and time again, like, I don't know, we're usually a part of a struggling man's, you know, a rise, but I don't feel like that's vice versa. Like, I don't feel like they're Never. helping you rise. I've literally experienced, you know, 
you're cool with somebody getting to where they at, but then their attitude changes once they get there. Hold the fuck up, okay, nigga? Like, now you got me fucked up. And it's like, <laughs> I'm trying to like balance here. Like, okay, I understood you didn't, you weren't where you needed to be, but I seen where you were going. But don't wait till you're getting there to start to act different. Cause when your broke ass, you know what I'm saying? Was broke, you wanted me to be more understanding and et cetera. But now you get a little chump change and it's like, but I had the fucking money. How dare you have an attitude with me and you was the broke one? You get what I'm saying? So it's just like, why am I expected? And I've experienced that in my younger years. And now that I'm older, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, I don't care that people feel some type of way about it. But again, I think there was also something I seen on, I think it was Twitter. And someone went around asking a bunch of different people. I think it was like a random person. Um, other ethnicities, Black, White, Hispanic, Asian. You know, if would you be able to date a man that didn't have money? Black, there was two black women and they were both like yeah. well it depends like if he's working on himself i'll be open to it the white the asian the hispanic they're all like i oh, know straight up they were like no if he don't have money then i'm good and they felt entitled to say that too and they're not even being raised to say to come out their mouth saying that and they're not even being guilted to say right i'm gonna take care of that loser Sorry, that's what you are. I'm not going to take care. Get your ass together first and then come to the table. You, you. I mean, really, because how is that reversed on me and you and, and Mel? What you bring in after you got your million dollar contract? What you bring into the table? I bought your damn ragged ass sneaker when you was couldn't put your sneaker when you were trying to figure out, could you get to training camp? But now you're good and set. Now, what am I bringing to the table? No, could you not make the language before it even gets started? You got to think more than yourself. And guess what? You can't even blame them that they're saying that because, like I said, it's been started, it's been taught. And guess what? Now we fight with each other to say, you don't deserve that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it's like, it seems like, okay, if a Black woman wants another Black man with money, it seems to be a conversation. However, said black man loves to wait till he gets to a certain stature to be like, okay, now I qualify to be with other ethnicities. Exactly. Why don't you feel that way about us sisters where we have to continuously date, you know, below our means in a sense. And we're, we've been okay with doing it. Now we're just like, listen, there's been no reward. Homegirl over there doesn't have to do shit but exist and you can't wait to get your coins up just so you can even be able to talk to her but meanwhile they think it's an upgrade they think it's an upgrade they do the upgrade and we're allowing them to think it's an upgrade we have we got to stop it for that so how do you guys think how do you think it could be changed they motherfucker you ain't got no money (laughs) you can't come here and we got to stop talking about each other you know we got to hold each other accountable do actionable items guess what like mm-hmm. you have at work you know this is your action item you have to do this you got to check mark when people introduce themselves and they start telling you their sad stop stories of that's what they're working on you ain't got to be nasty because it's all in the way you're you position things you know they will know you're not the person to play with you're not the person to say be their savior you know jesus christ is our savior not me, you know. So at the end of the day, go pray and come back when you get yourself <laughs> together because I'm not going to be the one. You know, when you start telling me I'm working on this, I'm going to do this, I'm fighting to do this, I don't even have an attitude that to entertain you whatsoever because after we get off that call, I will not be calling you again. <laughs> 
I will I not. Fine. I think that's fine because there are women that are able to, I guess, ride out with you. You know what I'm saying? Present your know. situation and see if someone will deal with it. You get what I'm saying? Like, I don't like when they try to reel you in. That's another thing when people introduce you to their representative. It's because they're trying oh, to I keep up that. with something that they don't have. And then you find out, okay, well... It's a little different. You ain't really got much. You get what I'm saying? But you could present that in the beginning. Everybody, there's somebody for everybody. You get what I'm saying? But somebody for everybody. And you better be willing to, you better be willing to cross over. You better be willing to go get that Indian man, that white man. You better be willing to come out of your comfort zone. Oh, I'm willing. And I, I'm just <laughs> I'm saying this because if, if that man gonna treat you good, you may maybe missing out on a lot of things waiting for this black man to get himself together and you help him get to the mountaintop. And when you get to the mountaintop, Holly is at the mountaintop waiting for him. I, yeah. I hate to put it like that. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> you know, unfortunately- You're waiting on his ass. You no, know, she's reaping the benefits of, of your hard work. And I mean, I'm not hating on the white woman because you know what? It is what it is because they play a lot of parts in this 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 cat mouse game that's going on. But at the end of the day, why should I have to suffer? Because guess what? I'm gonna go steal Johnny from you. Okay, <laughs> Johnny <laughs> like what I got over I here. Johnny likes some black women. I Johnny is, is down with the swirl. <laughs> Johnny got his eye cocked over here. Shit, Johnny looking. Johnny. So when y'all try to get Johnny back, Johnny ain't coming back. So how we don't go back after black? Uh -huh. <laughs> mm, say it again, Ramel. <laughs> they don't go back. They don't go black. back. Don't go back. <laughs> Stop throwing Johnny away when you're looking for Malik. Leave Malik over there. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, keep Malik over there. Malik, when you get yourself together, because you say, I'm a queen. Well, if you want you become the king, I'm waiting here for you. If you want to act like a pauper, don't come over here. Because you know what? And, the, and if you want to demonize me, I'm cool with that. Then we don't need to even have a combative kind of conversation. That's what we need to step away from, having combative conversations with Black men who think that we want to down them. That's not, I'm not trying to down you. Like, we do not care. Put me on the same equivalent level that you put Holly on. Right, know? right. That's why That's I think there's so many, there's so many misconceptions on why black women are quote unquote bitter. Like, I think sometimes they just miss it. It's not just that we're bitter, but it's like, just like black men feel like they have the world against them. So don't we, but we're always fighting each other, black men and and black women and I be talking shit about niggas too but I don't categorize all niggas <laughs> if you a raggedy nigga then you a raggedy nigga but they are good okay. men so sometimes people think oh you talk about all of course I'm not talking about all there's several black men that have been with their woman from when they were broke and now that they an example LeBron James he's still with oh Savannah. I was just thinking of him like, like yeah. the automatic thought like she was with him like when he was hella broke just playing basketball and now they're flourishing together that's amazing so we know they exist it's just obviously we're having the conversations for the black men that are you know not getting what we're trying to say so I have a question and it's kind of amongst uh it's kind of along the lines of something you said Kimmy I was actually listening to a podcast earlier uh Millennial Mayhem it's a group of men and their conversation I know we've heard it before y'all but I'm gonna bring it up was why do women hate the question what do you have to bring to the table I hate the question I, I was pussy 
Because pussy rules the world and nobody can deny that. Pussy. That's all you got to say. That's it. And if you mad about that, then explain what, what, do you have a pussy in your pocket? What do you think saying then? What are the Because they're always trying to get it. They're always trying to spend money on it. You know pussy, you want. That's what I'm bringing to the table. So the men were basically like, well, women know what they offer. What's the problem with bringing? I just, I don't understand. So, hey, Rosie, what do you bring? What am I supposed to tell you? Like every quality and attribute I have. No, nigga, if you stick around long enough, you gonna find out. I'm not about to give you an Excel spreadsheet of what the fuck I can produce in a relationship. And it, it you know what I'm saying? People, one, two things. One, I may not want to give you all the fucking qualities and attributes I have because I don't know if you're worth it yet. And two, a lot of people like to big up themselves. I can tell you whatever the fuck I want and you never see it. How about you wait and see by yourself? I think you can ask certain questions to hear certain responses, but I'm not about to sit there and answer that question. I just don't, I, I don't feel like women ask niggas like, what do what you, you have to the table? I don't even think they care about what you really bring to the table, to be honest. Yeah, I, just I don't think, think it's a way I, of I controlling a you. Mindset. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. a control mechanism. They don't it, give it a is. fuck. That's, that's, <laughs> they care about, all they care about is pussy. Everybody, I'm in this age bracket and every motherfucker I ever dealt with, it's all about pussy. Rich, black, green, blue. That's all they care about. They, you know, they're making money, but when it comes to me, it has nothing to do with that. We're not here for partnership in that way. And so I don't think they care what you bring to the table. It's just like, you know, what they're asking. You think it's just to be a smart ass and just kind of Yeah. It's ego driven. Absolutely. And but you bring honest, it to the table. I'm a, you know, filthy rich and I'm a basketball star. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you what you eat it, don't make me shit. If so. if you think if you think about it. When somebody asks that question, what do you bring to the table? I could be honest with myself when I see those type of dialogues going on in some type of group setting. And I always wait to see the response that the woman is going to do. And I lay back and I just analyze her. She goes into a explaining type of mode, you know. Ain't got her. It's, and he got her. You know how I feel when she starts doing that? I say she already lost. She already lost that. She starts explaining. Now, if I was in the room, I would do none of that. None of that. Because right there, I'm already turned off by him. And number two, I would never entertain him. Because you're not going to get no pussy. I don't care nothing about you. And you're beneath me. Because I think so much of myself, mm. I'm not going to explain nothing like That's that. That's ego-driven. I don't think I don't think I would have to even entertain a man like that. That's a very small-minded, immature person that even brings up a conversation like that. And if you have to, then you need to go play with children. And I mean, not literally play with some children, but I mean, you need to play with some <laughs> I'm like, clear that up, Kimmy. <laughs> somebody with some who mindset that you can take over, because me, I know I love myself too much. And I think highly of myself. I could shut you down too quick without even saying a word. And that is by moving on to the next person. Period. You would mean nothing to me. I just watch you. Just watch, Rosie, when you see the, those type of interviews, watch the woman, how she starts explaining, like she's getting ready to pull a book out and right. start writing it down. I would never give nobody the satisfaction because right. If you got to ask me what I bring, then we don't need to have a conversation. It's done. It's a wrap. 
We don't like, need to. Sir, why but it is going to be we're pussy if I had to answer. <laughs> Am I a commodity now? A service or supply? Because that's what you're making it now. I'm no, a service. I agree. I feel like if we're having a conversation and we're getting to know each other, certain questions, certain responses, in your mind, you'll be able to deem whether or not I can quote unquote, sit at your table and vice versa. I'm, I've never asked a man, what do you have to bring to the table? I'm gonna ask you certain questions that I want certain answers to. And if you ain't answering them questions the right way, you got to go. But I'm not about to ask a man, oh, what do you bring to the table? Which they were basically saying like, women kind of ask the same questions, except for we word it differently. Oh, well, word it differently then nigga. Cause I ain't gonna answer Absolutely. what do you have to bring to the table. Eh? Find some new words. That's not going to make the cut, sir. So I feel that way about it. And I brought it up because you brought it up. So I have another question in regards. A bitch always got a question. Okay, guys. So <laughs> <laughs> one thing about me, sis got a question. Because my brain keeps going. So I've had a lot of men make it a point, since we're kind of talking about men and women, that women are the ones that care about what men, quote unquote, like providing, et cetera, et cetera as far as finances, but they feel like men don't care if a woman is broke, what type of job she has, what career path she's in. Do you guys agree with that statement that women care, but the men really don't care what the woman got going on? I do, because pussy rules the world. So she can be broke as long as she got a pussy, it's okay. He's <laughs> gonna take care of her ass. I'm telling you. Because men and, are- and men If are, she has a good pussy, she don't want no broke ass motherfucker. So yeah. Because men are providers. Men are predominantly providers. If you get a pussy ass man, usually he's the one sitting at the table talking about what you bring into the table. At your table. Really? <laughs> at so your, your table, table. say that. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. So when when a man, a man is usually not trying to identify the woman's checkbook and what she does and all her, her levels of accomplishment so he can reap the benefits from it because men are usually providers. They really want to provide for a woman and, and nurture and take care of them. A pussy ass man is the one sitting there trying to check off what she has to see what he can benefit from. That's why I would never deal with a man asking that kind of question because he's weak. All of that, Kimmy. Yes. What she said. No, seriously, yes, exactly <laughs> what you said. It's true because they will show up to your table empty-handed and then fuck around and ask you what you have to offer the table. This is my motherfucking table. That's why he wouldn't get answered because he's weak and he's got, he has something that he's hiding. And when I find out, when I find out, because once I didn't got in a relation and I find out, then it's time to crush him because he's weak. <laughs> He's weak. He's a man. And I'm telling you, Ramel, you can say it too, because we older than you, Rosie. Life lessons to get you here. I hear you. Well, that's what us, because we bad bitches. And I'll tell you one thing: when we roll, when we roll like this, oh, we unstoppable. You can't come ask us that question. You will not, and we will not entertain you. We will mm -hmm. not entertain you because you're hiding something. You are hiding something. You're a weak man, and you're looking for an opportunity. For us to do something for you. Mm. And your uncles over there would say that we're bitter aunties. Yeah. But we're not. You know, you boy. Make enough you know, money. About I make enough money to take care of myself so I don't need you. But exactly. men are providers. You know what I mean? She makes enough money to take care. She don't need no man either. But mm. men are providers. You should never come to the table asking some bullshit like that. And right. that what I'm bringing to the table. You at my fucking table. You better. That is not good. 
Yeah. Do you feel like men have kind of steered away from being providers? Yeah, it's a backbone with these 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 wimp ass men. Like, you know, you come strong, we loving you. You get you get everything. A black woman loving a black man. Who that's that's some. That I know it, it gets right depicted here. as such as oh black women this all this negative connotation, but we like y'all. We love y'all. Y'all love y'all. We love y'all. We really love y'all. How many times have I been you know gotten fucked up by a black man as far as like situations not literally because niggas ain't fucking me up. Let let's clear that up. <laughs> I'm just saying someone was like oh no didn't beat my ass, but you know in situations where I'm like damn. I still don't want to cross over to the other side, I, whatever side that is. And if it comes in a different form, I don't know. I'm not really open to it, but I still want to ride with my black men. But I'm like, y'all making it real fucking hard. Like at this mm-hmm. point, I'm like, I still love y'all, but it's like, there's a disconnect. And you said something, Kimmy, as well, as far as like providing, do you feel like the men that you see now in this generation, I guess from what you view, cause I know you married, they're kind of steering away from providing because, which is, it's like a double whammy. They're steering it's away us. from providing because women are too independent, but we too independent because niggas ain't providing. So it's like, what the fuck? It's yeah. a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. And that's not a, that's not a good thing. I know, it's a problem. We should, not be, we should not be raising men to think that they shouldn't be providers. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want my son to be ran over you know what I mean because there is a difference where there's somebody out some female out here who's intentionally wanting to be taken care and just want to be a trifling ass you know what I mean but he shouldn't run into that circle because he shouldn't be in a circle like that because the people that he deals with if you're dealing with a certain class of people and I say class of people where if you running with people who are malicious you know those type of people Right. You're dealing with those type of people. You see what I'm saying? So that's the type of people you run with. That's the type of people you're gonna be fooling the fuck around with. So mm-hmm. my son told me a recent yeah. story of a girl he was dealing with, and she he sent me a text message. Said, we broke up, and I was like, "Well, what happened?" He said she asked me for twenty dollars. <laughs> I said, "What the fuck?" So what was his reasoning behind? Was he just annoyed that she ain't got twenty dollars and she asked him? Because sometimes the amount makes people think like, if you ask me for twenty dollars, then you broke. I don't know. What was his reasoning? His reasoning was that he had just had a long conversation with her about plans that he was making, and she wasn't supportive. And so instead of the money that he had given her recently going and cooking, she was ordering out every day. So Mm. he was bothered by that, but she didn't see that. What she saw was that he was a motherfucker that she asked for $20 and he said no. So I told him, you did it all wrong. You were supposed to tell her that how are we supposed to get to from point A to point B if you still have this little project mindset where, you know, he didn't explain all of that. And what he said in his message made her think it was just about the $20. I just think we... we. You we got to teach our kids better. You we got to teach our kids better. Point. Because you're raising him right because he has goals and intentions. And that young lady just hasn't got to maturity level to understand mm-hmm. that it's not about the, the, the dollar amount. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, being able to say, I have goals in mind. I want to take you along with it. You're not even in the damn ballpark. 
at exactly. all. You have but my point is we just have to we have to teach them better and yeah. how to explain themselves so that women, black men and black women can have more of a conversation among ourselves. Because right. that was a disconnect right there. Because they didn't, I was like, you broke up with her for that. But and it was, was obviously like, deeper than that to him. It was deeper than that to him, but the conversation wasn't had. So she didn't learn the lesson. Right. You know right. what you think she gonna do? He gonna learn want to her lesson because when she get that real hard hit the next time, that's 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 gonna roll the next time, gonna give her harder, uh, give her that twenty dollars, and he also gonna have two other bitches on the side too. So you got your your um your twenty dollars and because <laughs> things come along with when you you when you compromise things, and we all know that. So you got your twenty dollars, but you didn't get to grow from learning that. Why ain't didn't give you the money? You see what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. You got twenty dollars from that hardhead ass, and he also got twenty dollars he gave to Susie and this other one over here. You see what I'm saying? And you don't get nothing in the end but a wet ass. How about that? <laughs> that's a disconnect, though. I just feel like that's a disconnect, and maybe it's a disconnect. Some- yeah. And I think we know, I think we don't talk because we always are at each other. You know what I mean? You know, you're against me. I'm against you. You know, you trying to steal my chicken off the plate and, and, and we can't grow together. But Becky Sue over here, she going to make me a winner. And that is guys- that shit before you steal it. So <laughs> do, you guys think that this, do you guys feel based on that a story, uh, Ramel, do you feel like people should be having more conversations? Like, let's say you don't want to deal with somebody anymore, because you know, and I'm sure people have done it for years, but now people are very fond of ghosting. I want to ghost you. I don't feel like I have to tell you what you did wrong. Do you feel like that's productive? Because I've seen a lot of podcasters, and honestly, with season four of my podcast, I'm actually proud of my growth because I am still having the same conversations. However, a lot of podcasters, as I did notice as well, like we are having conversations, but some of them weren't in depth. And also it's like, but are we finding ways and are we having conversations to like move us along? Like we can keep talking about the same shit, but we ain't talking about nothing if we're not talking about nothing. So do you Mm -hmm. feel like ghosting should kind of not be a thing? Or do you think people should start telling somebody what they did wrong so they know for the next time? I think you should. I think you should absolutely tell somebody what the hell they did wrong. Um, People say they don't want to train for the next person, but you're always in training. Black men, that girl may not want to deal with black men again because he came off like a cheap nigga. Right. (laughs) I mean, that's what it came off like. So I think communication is important. That was the point of me saying that is that, you know, we move on from relationships without really understanding what happened. I don't think ghosting is the right way. I think I should be like, look, motherfucker, you just, oh, you want to not fuck with me for $20? Oh, wait, you're going to have to make me understand this. Okay, it's okay. You don't have to fuck with me, but you're going to have to make it make sense. Yeah. Make it make sense. Even if I didn't get the right answer that I wanted, I would have forced the issue to at least let, I would have what was behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think that she probably was not. um, She didn't know how to go about it. emotionally she was so that's another reason why you go looking at black women now he done made her a motherfucking gold digger over 20 bucks right you're right you're right (laughs) you know what i mean because now oh i can't fuck with you over 20 oh i'm not it's a whole it's a thing so we just have to communicate i think that's the key thing i do agree with you and i think that segues okay since we talk about homegirl now and my next 
to my next question. I had to ask y'all 18 questions talking about my next question. Listen, it's my next question. But do you guys feel that women actually know what they want? I've heard, of course, men, I've had conversations and they are literally like women truly don't know what they want. And I'm like, I don't think that's right. But then like, I think about it, I know what I want. And I don't feel like that's an accurate statement. So I wanted to speak to you all about it and see your thoughts on it before I give my three cents. I'm gonna start with you, Ramel. Do you feel like women know what the fuck we want? Cause you know, we be wilding sometimes. We want this, we don't want this. We want this, we don't want this. We change our mind. But do you think ultimately a grown ass woman knows what the hell she wants? I think most women know what they want, but can we live with what we want? I like a bad boy that's tall with a big dick and pocket full of money and a bank full of money but can I live with that can I live with all that comes with that you know what I'm saying so yes we may know what we want but can we live with that yeah because what is your expectations of that you know you may want because I know what I want because I mean I'm married what I want you know it took me time to get there because I had to go to fall in the rabbit hole climb myself out you know I Mm -hmm. think women know what they want just like Mel said but is it realistic what you want? You know, that's the big question. And do you know how to get there and get it? Mm-hmm. No, because a lot of times people can want some things that are unrealistic. Like for, for example, you want a celebrity? I don't and want your ass problems. Put a on your head and you looking like um, um, foo, foo, and you looking crazy too, and you just say, <laughs> oh, I'm going to give me that celebrity and stuff. And I don't know why they don't think I'm this and I'm that. And you ain't put, you ain't invested nothing into yourself. You know what I mean? Because keep it real. You must invest in yourself. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about outward appearance. You must invest in yourself because you have to be so confident in yourself that that rolls off when you walk talk and do anything so how can you want this well put together man if you're not put together you're sometimes right. they like it like that they like it like that all if four foot they, 11 of me is 100 percent they may you may want to watch what they doing but i think that women know what they want um if a person doesn't know what they want i think it's probably because they just not they haven't come of age you know they have to gradually become more seasoned and and go through life changes to figure out what they want. I think they know what they want. I think the question should be, how can I get what I want? You know, Mm -hmm. and some people do some ratchet shit to get what they want, but you got to figure out how can you get what you want and maintain it and maintain it. Cause I think it's never a problem to know what you want. And that's, that's where I think the disconnect comes between the female and the male and they'll say well you don't really know what you want because hey if you say i'm that dude that you want well you said you want me but the way your ass act you sure don't act like you want me right. you know what i mean well right. i really thought i wanted you but i really want your, your friend because your friend <laughs> really what i you know he's for what, your representative because you know the representative show up and stay around for a couple of months and then he'd be out representative yeah <laughs> out have you fucked up like wait a minute okay no he was like, like he'd be like you didn't want me back no motherfucker bring the representative back he right, was good right, right. <laughs> you already know the person that you meet in the beginning is not the person that's going to show up that at one four 
You know what I mean? No, I agree with you. And the thing is, like, I had another podcast recording that I had done, which will be released soon. Um, and one take was on there um, from one take, No Chaser podcast. And he was basically talking about people's representatives is trash. Like, you need to present who you are to see if the person wants to deal with you or not. The whole representative thing is like, so he was like, you need to come to the forefront, be vulnerable, put all that. I'm not, ah, ah, like, okay. No way. You're right. You, you really trash. are. But I mean, the representative is trash, but I'm not about to put my whole, I don't know. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to put my whole self out there in the beginning. So am I, am I bringing a representative to the table? Like, everybody brings a representative to the table. Uh-uh, girl. I, I, I mean, listen, I'm I have a motherfucker, I show him my nasty ass. She don't, she, she don't, she come, she come just the way she is. I'm, I, it's just the way I am, nasty ass feet and everything be like i just got back from four months of traveling you, you want to see who i really am this is me yeah, yeah she comes the rest of the way i most, most people don't most people come with their representative it's just how much of the representative shows up <laughs> i think there's I mean? levels levels to representative levels to the right. representative <laughs> now if you catfish in all way hell we don't know who this is <laughs> members don't know who this is when they talking and you bring them over they they all look side eye and silent they'll be like that's the rosie you met <laughs> <laughs> right right we don't know her <laughs> i don't think that's a good idea i, I kind of agree with your your podcast guest you may want to show up as close as possible to who you are, especially if you have fair. some. Yeah, is especially if you have some isms. I always say isms because they're going to come out. You know what I mean? And when they come out, just think about it. Do you care enough of? This is my thing. Do you care enough about the person you met that you're going to go in for the long haul? If you don't give a shit. Hell, catfish their asses. You know what I mean? Come well, on. don't let the crazy out too soon, though. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. A little bit of your representative, as mm -hmm. I think, like Kimmy said, as close as to to yourself as possible. But as you, possible. you gotta you leave. wanna scare them? Shit, you like um like I, like this is a slasher right here. I'm really, mean, I'm really a mean bitch, and I just don't want you to know right now. But it is coming. So right. Mm -hmm. But yeah. when, I, um, when I cursed the people out at the drive-thru, that was just a small little bit of me. So just take it as that, you know? Do you feel That's comfortable? Fair. That's okay. fair. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I'm just saying you 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 should show up um, close as possible. But then I agree with um, you saying too, Rose, you, you can't expose everything about yourself, you know? That's just too vulnerable, you know? Right. And I, I can't think that. People use that against you. You know what I mean? Right. So I think you just got to weigh it out. It depends on the audience. If you know what that person is, because you got to give them time, because guess what? They ass is showing up with their representative too. Right. Isn't there a singer that says, take all of me? What's that singer? Yeah. All of me? Yeah. Um, R&B, is it John Legend? Yes, it is. Okay, so I'm going to show up and take all of You're going to have to take all of me. And if <laughs> I show up and you don't like it, it's okay. I've been there before. I went on a date with a guy. He said, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I didn't like his ass anyway. So it was perfect. Blocked. Everybody in the long run, because then he would have found out, like, okay, I really don't like her versus you being yourself in the beginning. And then if he don't like you, he don't like you. And I, I think it was too much. No, and I think what both of you all said earlier was like, 
I'm sure with age comes wisdom and you just kind of become more secure with who you are, which, mm -hmm. you know, that's another conversation for another day, child, because the men, because <laughs> I, I have posted something basically about an uh, older man saying there's a reason why he dates women in his, in their younger twenties. He can mold them. And a, a woman oh, responded, that's because you're trying to mold her. And yeah. I posted that and the comments went crazy. A lot of the men were like, no, it's because older women are so stuck in their ways that it's hard for you to work with somebody that doesn't want to change. I'm like, uh-uh, I think he wants to mold her. Goodbye, okay? Women are like, change? older women are like plywood. You put a little water on it, we're pliable. We're still pliable. We can still do stuff. That's why you have to date people that are compatible or match your interests or match your lifestyle that's what it is don't try to get a girl that's very young 21 and it's molding i don't care what people say it's you're trying to mold it. it's right. called controlling if you want to get a young girl that that young and you like in your 50s and they're in their 20s you're going to control their mind right don't come you're to right. my damn daughter build a barbie I'm tell you something don't come for my daughter i'm with that bullshit your old rusty ass long hanging balls trying to come after my damn daughter. I tell you, I had a guy did that. That's to not me. gonna work over here. Cause I know you done been through all the tricks, you rusty, and you trying to pull that on a young girl like that. Right. Uh, no, right. you you don't want somebody to see them because guess what? They can see all the tricks and moves you doing. And right. That's right. They don't want to change. They just know the roadmap that you got and the playbook that you're using. So you can't go too far. Right. And mm -hmm. I think it's important like they, to be vulnerable. You don't know what they get ready to do. So you just, you, you sit around if and then, well, I don't know why he's acting like this. He told me he was going to do it. Should I do better? Fuck no, you shouldn't do better. You better get rid of his old ass. That's what I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> get rid of I don't like, I don't like my kids dating older people. I no, promise that's controlling. you. That is controlling. It and is. when they sit in them comments talking like that, they know that there is no reason you talk about change. Why would you even want to change somebody? That is their personality. Yep. And as you get older, you become more secure with who you are, which is where I was going. I'm, I said, I'm only 33, but where I was when I was 29, even where I was two years ago at 31. At age now, you are not doing the same thing when you were 22 right. years old, 25 years old. I'm telling you, my dad used to tell me this. When you twenty, when you're 18 years old, you're going to be doing something different than you when you're 25 when you hit right. 30 you're gonna do something different right. when you hit 40 it's a wrap because right. you, you oh don't kevin samuel me don't be like yeah. it's a wrap <laughs> it's a wrap in a way that your mind is thinking. the danger zone right. is that no, what he you said don't, you don't you don't you're not flexible in the mind anymore you know and what i mean? don't think that's a problem i think you just date someone that aligns more with your lifestyle and where you're going. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm secure with myself at 33. I'm not saying I'm completely where I want to be, you know, as far as there's always room for growth. However, I'm more secure within myself now that you can't tell me whatever the fuck you want to tell me. I, if oh, yeah. I don't like it, I'm not having it. If, if I'm able to communicate more and actually express myself and verbalize what I like, what I don't like, leave a situation that's not good for me anymore. Like I'm just in a different space and I just feel like I should, instead of bashing or coming up with all these things to say about somebody, no, I'm just going to date somebody that aligns with what the fuck I'm looking for. I'm not trying to mold. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to date a 25 year old because he's probably going to be easier to work with. No, I'm not doing that. So 
I think with age, you definitely just decide what you will or will not put up with. Well, don't knock it if you haven't tried it, Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to try it. They grow up so Listen, if the men my age are struggling to be where I think somebody in their late 30s, but other than that, that's out. I think if you said somebody in your late 30s or somebody in your early 40s, you'd be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, but I'm 33. For me, younger is like 20 something. I ain't doing it. You know, I'll help. I I did that. I did that. No, how'd that go? No. It worked out good. He had a 10 pound barbell and we had fun, and uh, he still calls me to this He's day. looking at something else. Yeah, see, I, I, but I was looking for something else. I was just looking to have fun. I wasn't trying to get married or have babies. I just wanted to fuck. And that's usually when <laughs> that was women the purpose. <laughs> that's usually when women do date the younger guys. It's not usually for anything serious because we know their mental is not fully there yet. It's usually for fun. Uh, I ain't looking for fun. I'm done with fun. I know I sound all old, but listen, I didn't have some fun. I want, I want me a husband. Well, I want she's me. saying that now. But when she get forty five, <laughs> she gonna go back to the twenty five. She's gonna be right old. back. She gonna be right back there. That's why I'm just looking at her like, okay, whatever. <laughs> back when you put a 25 year old on there he probably be like don't bring them two crazy asses <laughs> listen you need a ramel and kimmy in your life but ladies oh my God, that is my saying if my brother was here on the phone i say that all the time you need a kimmy in a room all the time that's what i <laughs> Listen, you guys brought it on this episode. I know my listeners are going to love this episode. Y'all were the bomb. I appreciate you all for coming on. I look forward to listening to more of y'all podcasts because I know I'm here. Ramel, I'm going to check you out because I need to know what the (laughs) fuck my mama should have told me, but she didn't because Ramel's going to let me know. So I'm going to let you know. You're going to be cracking up. You guys. I'm listening right when you get off. I am not even playing. But before we get off, Ramel, one more time, if you could let the listeners know about your platform and your social media handle so they can find you it's shit your mama should have told you and more and we use the acronym simsty s-y-m-s-t-y plus on instagram youtube facebook and uh yeah follow us yes and Check kimmy us out. one more We're time fine. Let's chit chat sis. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and definitely YouTube. So check us out. We are on the porch every Wednesday with a new episode. So thank you again, Rosie. We love you. Yes, so I love you. Invite us back again. You know you'll be coming over to the porch soon. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, ladies. All right, listeners. Thank you for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Peace. Thank you once again for tuning in to the last episode of 2021. Thank you to all my guests that have been a part of my platform this year. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, eight episodes left for this season. Make sure you come back January 12th, 2022. I will be back to kick it off with another mini tings episode. I know y'all been missing those. So yes, January 12th, be back. Same place, same time. Until next time, y'all. Bye.